0: What's up, everybody? Rich Eisen show basketball podcast. We are here on a Wednesday, June 15th on the eve of game six of the NBA finals in Boston. The Golden State Warriors lead three games to two after pulling it out Monday night. And with the fellas, Adam, TJ, what's up, guys? What's going on? Yo, what it do, baby? You know, I've calmed down. It's been two days since game five. Uh, I've calmed myself down a little bit. And I'm just kind of ready for this season to be over. <laughs> um, I was thinking about this just a minute ago. Would you rather just not make the playoffs at all uh, than be this close just to watch your team give it away? Like, what what scenario would you rather be in?
2: As a player or I, a
0: fan? I guess as just a fan. Like, I mean, fans probably take this stuff way more harder than the players. Yes, we unless, do. Unless you're Jerry West. It just seems like... <laughs> The fans are just, you know, kinda live and die game to game and stuff more than than you know than actual members of the team or members of the organization. And I was just thinking about this a second ago. Like, would I rather it been, you know, would I rather be a pelican not a pelican's not even a good example, like a magic fan? To just not even have a chance, or would I rather feel like this, like so close? And I can see which way it's going, just knowing that it feels like Boston is giving away the title. But
1: Brockman, this season is unexpected for your team. You didn't even expect to be here, so this is a win either way. I guess guess there is nothing about this. Yeah, there's nothing about this
2: that should upset you because your team was in purgatory at the mid at the mid season mark. So. You know, But but then, Adam, you got to flip it like this. They got it back on track to the point where look at who they beat to get to this point. So now you kind of have to, if I'm just playing devil's advocate, if you're a Celtic fan, you delete that first half of the season and you look at what you've accomplished in this last third of the season and go, yeah, why shouldn't we be here?
0: Yeah, they've been the best team in the NBA since, I don't know, late January and they beat. You know, a team that everyone thought was going to win the title. I guess when the season started, a lot of us picked it. They were well. The
2: bet- you beat two teams that everyone thought was
0: going. Yeah, win I mean that. Yeah. Well, I just I was just talking about Brooklyn in terms of yeah. they were the betting favorite really all year, uh, with Kyrie and Kevin Durant and Steve Nash and everybody, and then. But our thing
2: all year was like, look,
0: Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. Right, yeah. right. We were kind of high on the Bucks all year on this show. Uh, you know, we love Giannis, and so to get through that in seven games, and then a team that went to the finals last year, Miami. Mm -hmm. And now to be so close, have the advantage, you got home court. And, you know, like I said, game four felt like they just gave away at home, and then even in game five, you know, they had
1: a lead for a second.
0: But I don't know.
1: I feel like you're giving up too fast, Brockman.
0: I I do feel that way. I I feel that I'm kind of – I just – you know, the frustrations that kind of plagued the team in the beginning half of the season or have kind of been coming out the last two games. And so, yes, in a weird way, it does feel like I'm kind of giving up as a fan, even though, you know, I'll still watch and root, and I still think they can do it. Obviously, they have it inside of them. I don't know. Just the end of that game the other night, I got really frustrated. I didn't watch the end of it. I shut it off with about four minutes to go, and... I, mean, I didn't even know what the final score was until yesterday morning. I I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm kind of in the dumps. I, I, I guess I need talked out of it.
1: Yeah. You have to think of it like this. You have game six at home. The crowd's going to be crazy. It's, there's going to be a lot of momentum for the team just to get, you just have to think of it as one game. You get game six at home. Game and then seven, anything happens. Anything happens. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to think of it like that. Um, yeah. I absolutely think the Warriors are still going to win the series, but you, you just never know. Do you think they're going to win game six? No, I think it's, I think the Warriors are going to win in game seven. I think the Celtics are going to win this, this yeah. next game. I mean, I just like,
0: I obviously have no confidence. So what, like, what gives you the confidence to think that they're going to come out with a win? I mean, we had Doris Burke on the show uh, uh, earlier today and she, s- she said the same thing. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't see it right now. Like something's wrong with Jason Tatum. Like he's got to be injured. Like There's really no other explanation for how poorly he's playing when we really saw him take the leap this year and make it in the playoffs, too. TJ did it against Brooklyn. He had that amazing game, a series against Milwaukee, and then ever since game three against Miami where he kind of Hurt his shoulder, it's just like it just seems something is off.
2: Yeah, something's definitely off. But again, you know, Tatum did have 27 and 10 last game. I, I think yeah. the, the biggest right. problem You're with right. the Celtics, and this was called by I forget what it what analyst said this at the be I think after game two, turnovers are one thing, right? You're gonna Brian, have Brian turnovers. Winhorse. Brian Winhorse. Yeah, it was Wendy. Yeah. You're gonna have turnovers, but th- there are turnovers and then there are bad turnovers. The Celtics seem to lead the NBA in bad turnovers. Like, you guys had 18 turnovers last game. I think the—let me just double-check. Yeah. Warriors had six. You lost by 10 points. They also missed 10 free throws. missed 10—that was was my next point. So, the fact of the matter is, Chris, you know, we talked about the otherworldly game that Steph had in four, right? Mm -hmm. And I said to you, it took— a performance of a lifetime of the ages of something that's being written down in the NBA history books by Steph Curry to get the Warriors the win in that game. And my thought was, how many more of those does Steph have? Probably, I don't know, to have a game like that, like it's probably not going to happen again. So I was like, I like your chances because unless someone else steps up really big for the Warriors and the Celtics should win. What happened was you guys horrible turnovers and Andrew Wiggins stepped up. And Steph
0: up. was terrible. 72 for thing, yeah. and, 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 0 for 9 0 for 9.
2: That you know I didn't want to rub this in because I've kind of been uh. there, but the fact of the matter is if you're going to tell me that you have a game, an NBA championship game and your defense is so good and his luck is so weird yeah. that Steph Steph Curry Okay, not Seth Curry, not Chef Curry, not uh, Mark Curry, not Craig Curry, who went to Altoona. He was really good in the 80s. Not Eddie Curry. Not Eddie Curry, you know, not Katina Curry, who was my cousin. And she did ball in Altoona for our girls team. But (laughs) Steph Curry, if you're going to tell me that Steph Curry is not going to make a three-point shot the entire game, and I'm going to tell you, you had better, whatever it takes, whatever you got to do, you better win that game.
0: They were nine of 40 from three of the Warriors. Just brutal.
2: Yeah. And if it's brutal, you had that's a game you cannot lose, right? Because how many times is Steph going to go a whole game and not hit a three? Well, 200 was it 233, 33, yeah. something like that. So it, it was bad. But then again, as I told you, when Golden State made the trade for Wiggins, I was like, this guy, no matter what you think he didn't accomplish. For the T-Wolves, this is still the number one pick in his class. Yeah. This guy can still play basketball. This still guy's still big and strong and athletic, and he doesn't have to be number one on the call sheet. So, And I think that's yeah, what happened. Andrew perfect. Wiggins
1: stepped up. He's a perfect fit for that team. Yeah. Like, like I've said before, I, I've always saw, seen him as the Harrison Barnes, but an upgraded version of this current Golden State team
2: like I said I mean, he doesn't have to be number one on yeah, the call that's sheet and
1: that's well perfect
2: for them that's terrifying for somebody else that's yeah, gonna play exactly them.
1: but for them like with Minnesota maybe he just wasn't meant to be a number one guy yeah. that's just not his role but as a number three or four guy he's he's one of the best three or f- three or four guys there, there are for that so that that was a great pickup for for Golden State but what I want to talk about is really the key, I think, in the last game, well, a couple of keys. One of them was Jalen Brown. He was terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking at his stats. He was five for 18, and he had five turnovers. And so the turnovers have been an issue with with Jalen Brown all playoffs. He kind of got it together, I think, in the earlier games of of the finals, but. If he plays even decent in the last game, they probably win that game. So the fact that Jalen Brown, who had, who we talked about last week at it's this point, awesome. we we said he was the MVP of the finals. Remember that? Yeah. Last last week yeah. at this time. When they were up 2-1. And, and look how, how much things have changed in a week. Yeah. So he needs to have a big bounce back game, score 25 or 30 points for Boston to win game six. Also,
0: he needs to get off to a hot start. The game's in this entire playoffs where Boston is really... Played well, got on off to a nice, comfortable lead and kind of, I'm not going to say cruised to victory, but, you know, won kind of convincingly, he had a great start. He had a great first quarter. He had a great first half. And then that allowed Tatum and Smart and Horford and everyone else to kind of play a little more freely. Uh, But yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with you. We were talking about him for finals MVP, you know, heading into, I think we were heading into game three uh, a week ago. A game we all kind of thought Boston was going to win, and they did. And yeah, I, I just—it's just super frustrating. You know, Peyton Pitchert has had a decent playoff run. He only played five minutes. Um, Grant Williams played 16 minutes. He did was m- he was minus 18. Ugh. Like, yeah, Williams
1: Horford. Uh, Derek White did nothing.
0: Derek White had 21 played yeah. 21 minutes, 0 for 4. Like, where was the Derek White that we've seen over the last couple of weeks making shots? Getting to the basket, getting to the foul line, playing good D, and but, I think that really contributed too.
1: But that's why I, I have a feeling that the home court advantage, being on that on that home crowd with that home crowd, that that'll help the role players like yeah, those guys. Yeah,
2: Pritchard and the Whites. Yeah. I mean, those guys have to step up because have look, to. We've seen Peyton Pritchard hit numerous threes throughout this entire no playoffs. He
0: has making it. Yeah,
2: maybe bat. not this final series, but throughout the playoffs, right. this guy stepped up. White yeah. has stepped up in this series. Those are, you hit the nail on the head, Adam, those are the type of guys who can, will, and I was about to say should, but no, can, will, and better thrive at home. Because if they don't, because those guys are kind of like your keys, right? You know what you're going to get out of Tatum, Smart, Brown, Horford, You need one of those guys, those bench guys, to step up and have one of those legendary Boston games where, you know, Jerry Seasting all of a sudden uh, hits for 20 out of, you know, because Larry Bird's shots aren't falling. Or, you know, uh, my man Leon Poe, you know, getting busy uh, when Garnett has an off game. You're going to need someone like a Pritchard or a White. And I don't mean just have like a decent game. I'm talking, you're going to need like a, a, a four five three pointer yeah, big like, like shot, get something. the blow yeah. the roof off the place type performance and I I don't see why it couldn't happen we've seen each of them
0: do it in this playoff so yeah I mean it's, it's possible just, the, 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 the great, I guess the great thing is is like there's literally no tomorrow for for Boston yeah. like it's let's lose and it's season's over and you're gonna watch a team celebrate on your home court and out another trophy a fourth championship uh, probably an MVP for Steph Curry. Uh, we talked about this on the big show, too. I wonder what you guys think about this. Do you think win or lose, Steph Curry is
1: the finals MVP? No. No. You, you can't. My Yeah, my personal belief is you cannot win the finals MVP if your team does not win the series.
2: Yeah, if LeBron didn't win, then what was that, 16 or 15? 15, yeah,
1: 15. 15
2: I think. When Iguodala won, yeah, but Lebr- LeBron averaged 38 and like <laughs> 9 and 7. Yeah, like- LeBron was stupid in those yeah, series. If, yeah. if he's not winning, then no. You you should probably be able to hoist the trophy in order to receive it Yeah, it'd be kind, of be
0: kind of weird. I'm just wondering, so like if Boston does come back, who is finals MVP right now for them? Is it Tatum?
2: I think it comes down to these next two games. Yeah, yeah. Can't, I, think I can't, can't that, really say right now. Yeah, that would be... That balance of power would be shifted depending upon you winning these two games and then who stands out. Remember, I mean, no, game one, Al Horford was series MVP. It wasn't Brown. It was, you know, Mm -hmm. Al Horford. And then Al really hasn't, you know, but we didn't expect. We knew that was kind of like. He kind of
0: used it all up. Yeah, 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 it was a bonus. Yeah, it was kind of a bonus. It was
2: like, you know, shoot your load. He did. It got you the big win, and that was necessary for you. It's so
0: interesting how it seems like each game has come down to one specific quarter. it's
2: usually the third, and it's usually bad for you in the third. Yeah, and the thing is,
0: except in game five, the third quarter was the good Celtics quarter. They were down 12, and then suddenly they were up four, and then went silent in the fourth quarter. And that's kind of what happened in game four. They had a real bad last four minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, in, In game two, the Golden State win. The, pool the third thing, though, quarter right? was huge for Golden State. Pool hit another big half yeah, court that shot. Going that, was in the
2: ha- that was that was a momentum changer yeah. right there. That was just you know I thought that Jalen I was like why'd you shoot the ball so early because there was still I think five seconds left when he shot the, there was five sec- six seconds left on the game clock there were three on the shot clock so I'm like. He could have, like, taken his time a little bit, but that gave Golden State the Tom Wiggins got the ball through a perfect pass to pull when he hit that three. But that changed momentum because you were killing it that quarter. And then they they immediately opened the fourth quarter
0: on a 7-0 run. So suddenly you take that. That's a 10-point swing after Boston had kind of stolen momentum and think maybe they could steal the whole game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I'm curious. Uh, Do you think it's going to go back to Golden State? You think we get in game seven, TJ? Well, I
2: think if everything happens, you know, what we just talked about, if these bench players step up and do that Boston Celtic thing that we've seen throughout the years of Celtic championship teams, then, yeah, they should. Especially, again, I mean, well, the problem is you're not going to have another game where Steph doesn't hit a three. So, that game was there for the taking, and that was the game that you pray about. Like, please, Lord, let me get a game where Steph's off. And unfortunately, Andrew Wiggins uh, was not part of the prayer and did not get the memo for him to uh, stand back a little Are you guys bit.
0: surprised that uh, the Wiggins step up here the last couple of games?
1: Yeah, personally, I am. I'm not. I've, I've always thought he was a talented player, but he, it was, it's just a perception. To me, he seems um, a little mentally weak. I don't know what it was, and obviously I, I've I've been wrong about that because he's been incredible these yeah. last two games. But to me, he just seemed like a player that that would fold when when it mattered, and he's proven to be the opposite, which is obviously a, a huge surprise for pleasant surprise for the Warrior fans. So I feel like that was probably
2: like just some weird like perception of this kid because. You know, you have your vocal guys like Draymond, right? And that guy is always, you know, going to be in the forefront of your mind. But Wiggins doesn't talk. He's not a loud guy. He's not a boisterous guy. He bodies people and, you know, might me mug him, but he'll run back down the court. And again, the other thing about Wiggins is it doesn't surprise me because, again, he's not the top guy on the marquee. So if you have a guy who's got that much talent, but doesn't have to be your star that's dangerous man that's because how do you match up with that if you're another team? It's really
0: hard to. Also you think about the narrative coming into this year about Wiggins was he was unvaccinated yeah and that's kind of what we were all focused on because of the Kyrie Irving situation So uh, a couple other players out there who were so you know kind of vocal about not. But then he did get vaccinated, so right he did, and it so you know over. that kind of shifted, and then all of a sudden he's an all-star starter because you know fan votes count a lot, and then he's really he's really stepped up. I mean, what, what did we say? Twenty-nine rebounds in the last two games. That
2: obviously, part, guys. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris. Obviously, 26, 26. when you said, were you surprised about Wiggins? And I said, no. I think that part was he was out there like he was Moses Malone last yeah. game. Man. I think
1: I, I believe that I that I saw a clip where before game five. His his all time uh, career high of rebounds in a game was was I believe eleven.
0: And he's had it the last two games.
1: Yeah, and so and, and oh yeah, I was I was listening to Draymond's podcast and he was saying that that Draymond after that game five Draymond and Steph uh, kind of clowned him in the locker room because of the fact that he's never had more than eleven rebounds in his career and he's wow. a six eight guy with forty five inch vertical it looks like so they kind of clowned him for that but also congratulated him on the fact that the two games to have his high career rebounding games were games five and six of the or games four and five of the finals. He
2: made twenty nine rebounds these last two games. Oh, that's crazy. That's massive. Also someone
0: who stepped up uh we had his dad on last week on the big show and wondered why he wasn't getting enough playing time. I mean Gary Payton Jr. Gary Payton the second, excuse me, fifteen points uh in game five in twenty-six minutes. Uh knocked down six of eight shots and he was a plus six. Three game. steals also. Yeah, I mean that's something you can't you know, you can't really duplicate that if you're getting that type of production. It's going to be tough for you to win. I mean, Golden State had 31 bench points, you
2: know. And that's what the Celtics need to have happen. Yeah. They need those guys to stand up, step up.
0: Well, I mean, I'm like, I'm going to cross my fingers and say my prayers and eat my vitamins and drink my milk like Hulk Hogan and Ooh, yeah, uh, Hope that we can get that's Macho Man. I know, but. but hope that we can get a game seven. I'm not. Are you, are
2: you really like explaining wrestling to me? <laughs>
0: Just saying, you did a Macho Man, and I, I was talking about Hulk Hogan. But
2: Hogan and Macho Man are usually, like, they're the mega powers, brother. They're always linked together.
0: <laughs> they let a woman bring them apart.
2: That, That's much like oh. most men. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Miss
0: Elizabeth. Uh, where do we want to go from here? I mean, we, I think we covered game five. We covered what's going to happen. Do we want to we'll talk, talk about, about this insane Clay video? The, talk about the, the, Big Dawes TV? Clay, the Clay impersonator. Adam, you set this up, because I, I kind of just saw the story of, we've heard about the Clay guy. We've seen we've seen some clips from him, and the last couple of years, we full security driving into the old arena. Now they have the new Chase Center. And it seems like he got them again. Oh, yeah. And then two. gets banned. But that's not really the full story.
1: Well, yeah. So so the guy's name is, is his YouTube name is Bill da- Big Dawes TV. Okay. And he has a huge YouTube following. It's like over 8 million subscribers. So he's pretty famous in his own right. Right. And so, but he looks like Clay Thompson. He looks like Klay Thompson. He's apparently six foot five, so he's got the same height as Klay Thompson. And he snuck into Oracle Arena, uh, maybe three or four years ago, and was able to, to drive into the uh, into the garage. And he sits behind the bench and all this stuff, wearing yeah. like a full uniform. He's kind of become a uh, a folk hero in the in the yeah. Bay Area. He yeah. gets recognized not only for his YouTube channel, but just the fact that. That he's the the fake Clay guy. He's kind of become a meme up there. Right. And so uh, (laughs) the other day, the fake Clay. First of all, he he gets he gets the barber to come to his hotel to like kind of do it up. Yeah. He needs the the goatee lined up. Yeah. And then he goes to the next day. He he goes to the arena. The best part is you guys have to watch this video if you haven't seen it. He goes into the uh, into the cab. And, and the guy, I don't know where he's from. He's a foreigner though, but he thinks it's Clay. And I, I wrote it down. He goes, uh, he goes, oh, you're the guy who shoots, who gets three points. Oh my God, I like you. <laughs> and then, and so he took a picture. And then, and then Clay gave him an autograph, and it just looks like a fourth grader sign that he saw. It. it just said Clay, the yeah. most generic Clay. And yeah, and he goes to the arena, and he doesn't specifically say. I don't want to spoil everything, but he doesn't specifically say that he's Clay Thompson when he goes in there. No, They're everyone just
0: assume all the security and the on hand. They just assume that it's him because it looks like him and he's a big guy. Like, yeah. if, like if we walked in there, obviously we're six feet tall. We're short.
1: Yeah, so they'd be like, "Who the hell are yeah, you? Yeah, what are you? What are you doing here?" He he looks like him, and he's six foot five. The thing that made would have made me question it as a security guard, though, is the fact that the fake Clay was wearing his full uniform walking into the arena. I don't see any players ever wearing a a fake or their full uniform going into the arena. They're usually wearing a suit or something, but he just happened to wear the whole... Uh, whole uniform, headband included. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't think anything of it. No, though. the whole thing see, is. That's
2: why I find this whole thing like so ridiculous. Like, how are people's? I mean, I know people. How are, are people dumb, yeah. How are you this dumb? Like the dudes walking yeah. around in a uniform, bro. Like that's why I couldn't even. Like I couldn't because I've seen I've seen these videos before over course, the years. It's happened
1: hundreds of times, and I just was like, I can't because I just how are you so stupid? Well, it's like, not only the security, but it's. It's the people, it's the fans that were out on the streets you'll see later. He's just walking around the city, and people think Clay is just casually walking around the streets. Hours, like, before, hours game before game five. <laughs> be In his full uniform, and just asking for autographs. It's so absurd how... how people can be tricked in this world. We don't realize how dumb some people and I really, I, really oh I, think, I
0: also think what I really love is just the bit of this guy, big Dawes signing like autographing stuff for people and doing it in elementary school yeah. block letters. Like, and then people look at it. They're like, yeah, Cla-. like they didn't realize the real clay Thompson has this terrible signature of just, yeah. of just block letters. It might as well be in crayon. Also, if you've,
2: have you watched any playoff game this year? Clay Thompson has an afro. He has like an afro. <laughs> this dude yeah. don't got an afro, man. Well, he's got the hood
0: over. He's yeah, wearing he a hood the whole time. Shoes, time yeah. but. <laughs> but the fact that he's just walking around in his game shoes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he has no change of shoes. He just, wears, <laughs> he just wears
0: his game shoes on the street. It's really, really funny. And the fact that I don't that- even do that. Okay.
2: I got shoes that I will only wear to the show that I will only psycho. put on once I'm sitting here. I don't want them to touch the ground. This guy's walking around in his game shoes. I can't buy it. I just can't it's buy it. It's
0: also so funny to me how serious <laughs> the Warriors take this. Like they're not having fun with it and embracing this guy. Like Which they is should dumb. really they should really take this guy into their community yes. and kind of like VIP him, really. You want him to be a kind of a mascot for your team absolutely, and they're in here banning him from lo- for life from that, the arena? You guys could...
1: have heard about the Chicago Cubs billy goat curse, right? Yeah. yeah. That was the whole curse of the Cubs is they banned a guy who brought his, a, coat. A, his goat into Wrigley Field. There could potentially be, if, this, if oh. Big Dawes wants this to be, oh. this could be a Big Dawes Golden State Warriors curse. This is my only hope for the Celtics winning in seven <laughs> right now, a
0: Big Dawes curse. But like, he paid 10 grand for some like really ridiculous seats behind the bench that now they're not refunding because they were trying to claim it was a season ticket transfer. This whole thing is just a bad look for the Warriors. Oh, it's and ye- terrible. Yes, Adam, I am totally on board now with this being a curse and a hex on the franchise here for the rest but there's of there's no finals. GOAT. What
2: are they going to ban? A headbands? Like, what's going to be the, Headband, the symbol? Headbands, <laughs> the, the symbol. Uh, chin
0: strap beards, <laughs> like, yeah. all of it. All By the way, this goodies. guy really
2: don't even look that much like Clay Thompson. Yeah, he looks like, I think he, he looks,
1: looks like looks,
0: him. I think he looks enough. He looks enough, enough like him. to but fool, like, you know, kind of just security who are just he, he, like, Look,
2: let's call it, he looks enough like him to fool people that go, oh, you look alike. Like, that's the, you know, let's just come, you can't say it, I'm going to say it. That's who he looks Enough light. Well, plays light skin, but still, though. <laughs>
1: still, I also loved how they interviewed uh Big Dawes afterwards, and they asked him if it was worth it to be banned for life, and he goes, "I was an NBA player for 15 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely, it was worth it." <laughs> he the "Go the court and He shoot
0: strolls onto the court and is just like yeah, warming up. Now you, know you see in the
1: video, he just shoots baskets for 15 minutes and on the court. That's my problem. Now, I had a similar
2: situation happen to me. At what year was this problem? 18, 19 in Dallas? Oh
0: yeah. This is at 18 at the NFL draft. 18th
2: NFL Draft. Now we did our show
0: from You're uh, just dying to tell this story oh, yeah. in front of a microphone. Well,
2: we we tell we do our show from a suite in AT&T Stadium. It was amazing. We did three shows there or two shows there? I forget. Uh, I forget. Two or three. So after the one day, you know, me being the Cowboy fan, when I tell you that I went through every inch of AT&T Stadium. Like, I'm talking, I went to the very last row, the very top of the stadium. I was down through the bowels. I mean, I'm digging in the guts of AT&T Stadium. The only place I didn't go in was the Cowboys locker room because it was (laughs) locked. So I, after, it was like a two and a half hours, Adam, that I did this. You tried. I went everywhere, just wherever I could walk. So the next day is the draft. Draft happens, we have credentials, but our credentials are only good for... I guess area a Brockman Del Tufo and I decide we're just going to walk because we walked this route the day before we just kept walking. Nobody stopped us. We ended up on the field where they're doing the draft. Eventually we, we basically
0: could have touched the stadium, the, the, the stage. Oh, we were by still,
2: the way, I was wow. by the stage because well, I we just so close. I jumped into every fan base while their yeah. pick was getting announced. And I was Instagram, living it. I was interviewing fans. I got up to pick 10 and then I got thrown out. A lady who gave us our badges saw me and came over to me and was like, what are you doing here? Called security on me and had me removed and I wasn't doing anything. But to me, it's like houses like I didn't do anything. I just walked. Nobody stopped us. Nobody checked our badges. We just
1: literally walked down and got right here. Like you know, it's amazing what you can get away with if you just look like you belong and have exactly. confidence. Exactly. Just
0: act like you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And
1: which it worked for us
2: for about 45 minutes. Until yeah, we were
0: great. We were drinking beers on the <laughs> day. We were next to one of the big gigantic jib cameras, like the NFL Network stage. was We were like, literally right underneath Rich. I was NFL. I was yeah. like texting Rich during the Sam Darnold pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we were just right there. And, and then, Adam, we literally then like TJ they were went, up here and, and, and had to make Rich eye contact and got us kicked here. out.
2: Yeah, the lady was just like, and then security came over, and they I think security had seen us. They well, saw we are And they're like, yeah,
0: your credential is." not yeah. like you got. And
2: they they your didn't, your didn't want to throw me out, but this lady just kept mean mugging me. So they're like, and the guy called like three other guards over, yeah, and not, they all were like, oh, cool. oh, sorry, man. And, so. then,
0: and then the Cowboys took Leighton Van Der Esch, and TJ was so pissed. <laughs>
2: <Dude>. <laughs> I did lose my mind over there. <laughs> instead or, of who? Instead
1: of who did you want to take? I, I thought Calvin Ridley was Calvin the Ridley, yeah.
0: that's right, who's not playing next year.
1: Do the Warriors fire their security guards for this or no?
0: <laughs> all of those so if the if anybody from the Warriors uh front office or executives or head of head of team personnel security if they actually watched the video and it, you can even watch the raw footage. This guy should definitely sue the Warriors. They cannot ban him for life. Yeah,
2: that's a little it's ridiculous. It's all of their yeah. faults.
0: They should uh, they didn't ask him once to see ID. No. They didn't even ask, what are you doing here? What is your name? Because then if he would have lied and said Clay Thompson, then he, then yes, they could get him for impersonating whatever. A player, to, yeah. Yeah, an employee. But he doesn't say anything. They just let him go. And he goes, you even see it on the video. He goes, what the? like? What?" I can't, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I you can't know, believe we made
2: it. <laughs> come to the conclusion. Free Big Dawes.
0: Yeah, free Big Dawes. <laughs> free Big Dawes. I hope the security doesn't Dawes. get
1: fired either. Because she was, yeah. she was a nice lady. I don't want anybody to get fired. No, over I don't this. want
0: anybody to get fired, but I want Big Dawes to like have the ban lifted. Yeah. Free like, Big Dawes. That's,
2: that's I mean, if you have to ban them, ban them for the rest of the playoffs. Fine, but yeah, like one a lifetime, more We can't
0: go to Game Seven. <laughs> a lifetime
2: ban, though, man. That's 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 it's pretty tough. rough. Considering no one got hurt. You know, it wasn't like a security... rap. Bitch you the lady who ran and tried to super glue herself on the court didn't even get a lifetime ban from the Gosh, T-Wolves. That and Big awesome. Dawes got a... Now I wasn't mad at him, but as you can see it by my voice... Now you're mad. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about, I could be Big Dawes because you think I wouldn't jump on the court if I was allowed to? Come on, free Big and Dawes, man. And that leads man. me to
0: my next Three question, goes, boys. If you could impersonate any player... Who do you guys most likely resemble? Who do you most resemble <laughs> that you could sneak on to a playing oh, surface wow. and and pretend to be that person? Cuz I I had two growing up. Who were you two? So in in high school, uh I looked like Trent Dilfer because I had <laughs> I this I had this huge goatee like in college. I had this huge goatee and it was right around when the Ravens made the Super Bowl when he was quarterback. And so I got a lot of Dilfer. But I'm not Dilfer's six five. I'm not spoiler alert, not six five. I'm barely six feet tall. So and then Matt Hasselback, I also used to get that I looked like Matt Hasselback when I was I could see that when I was yeah. clean shaven. I mean, look, it's really just shout out bald white guys.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I've never really thought I've looked too much like an athlete, but for years I've gotten but this was before I shaved my head. Before before I shaved my head, for years I got that I looked like the kid from the Goldbergs. Oh, okay. oh Barry? Yeah, Barry. Yeah, Barry. <laughs> Barry. I would go to the comedy store sometimes, and people would actually think it was, it was Barry Bro, from the Goldbergs. Bro, I never so I would thought about that,
2: till because I love the Goldbergs. I could kind
1: of see you being like Especially a Especially when I had more, more hair. <laughs> you, and your hair was curly, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had similar yeah. hair as him. So I don't know about an athlete. I'm trying to think.
0: I've also gotten, huh. uh, when, I was in, when I was younger, I got Andre Agassi when he had the shaved head and the goatee oh, a little or- bit. And then uh, an actor... Uh, when I moved out here, I lost, I lost a bunch. I lost like twenty pounds, and uh, someone thought I was Skinny Will Sasso.
2: <laughs> Will Sasso could never get that skinny.
1: Bro. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, I, I, I like, I
0: did this. I did uh, my friend's play once, and they're like, "You got Will Sasso to do your play?" And I'm like, "I'm." I, not Will Sasso, but thank you. I never
2: really like thought I looked like anybody, but I remember back in high school.
0: Well, you're big enough to get confused for yeah. like alignment. It, that's
2: happened. But I remember yeah. back in like junior high, uh, I used to wear goggles or my. Well, I still had my glasses when I played basketball. Remember Rex Specs?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Horse so Grant. John Sally yeah. wore Rex Specs.
2: Well, okay. So Rex Specs, but these weren't Rex Specs. These were like little neoprene things that you put at the edge of your glasses and they'd hold them in place okay so they weren't quite rec specs but they were like little things that would hold your glasses like a strap that kind of went all the way around so my buddy dougie peffer who i told you guys he is now the uh head ball coach at altoona high he used to always call me james worthy and he used to always say i had like a james worthy look where i would just kind of look like I don't know James Worthy kind of has like puppy dog eyes I guess the best way to describe not puppy dog that seems weird but like I ha- I looked like James Worthy back in the day and I would always do this look I give my friends this look with the glasses on they'd be like oh it's Worthy so but yeah I was like 13 at that point so I, I yeah I
0: mean not like as an
2: adult yeah, not as an adult, Same I don't the know day, there never. ain't very many like 6'3 260 pound basketball players uh you know <laughs> so I'd, I'd probably have to go more to the football side yeah but yeah basketball it's tough man i guess any brother with dreadlocks i could probably pull off you yeah, know who
0: had the who had dreads back in the day in the nba
2: just brian grant brian was, grant oh, he yeah, was right, like right, the right, first right. he was kind know. of the
1: first one yeah who could you go now? Maybe
2: uh, time, time lord, maybe, but he's six ten. So what that's about Montrez tough. Harrell? Montrez well, is also a, like six ten. Montrez
1: and, also has a little uh,
0: trouble with the pokey. Yeah, right. I man.
2: Yeah, he hey, now you know. I free. Uh, you know, forget Big Dawes. Free Montrez. <laughs> free Montrez uh, that's free the Mon, other thing. Yeah, it's it's hard to say, man. Because if you put here's a funny story. I used to work security way back when I was still in college for Three River Stadium, right? Yeah. When the Pirates were there. There's a player, I swear I may have told this, there's a player named Alex Cole who used to play outfield for the Pirates. So basically at security, what we would do is after the game was over, we'd wait for the players to come out. We'd walk them from the locker room through the parking lot to their cars or to the buses. Then we'd go back in and we'd get our stuff and we'd leave. So one day i come out, I've got a bag on, I got a toothpick in for whatever reason, I got a hat pulled down. It was like a cowboy's hat or something. And I come walking out and I hear these kids saying something, but I don't know what they're saying. And my buddy Sean grabs me around the shoulder. He's like, no kids, no kids. Mr. Cole's not signing autographs today. And I remember this kid was like, hey, and he put put like a card and a pen to me. And I thought he was being, trying to be funny. I was like, Nah. I just waved him off, oh, and then we got that to the movie. car, oh, and I was gosh. like, what was that about? They were like, they thought you were Alex Cole. I was like, oh,
0: man. And now they think oh, Alex Cole God. is the biggest jerk is, is in the world right? <laughs> biggest jerk I ever. thought this kid
2: was trying to be a goofball to me, so I was like, ah, whatever, not nah, being a kid. Well, I'm trying so, to Google
0: Alex Cole real
2: quick. And by the way, me and Alex Cole don't look alike, <laughs> but for whatever reason,
1: so these kids
2: thought that. By
0: but, the way, great point by Smitch, uh at home right now. If James Harden keeps uh, eating like he does, he might look like he's okay. That's true. Yeah,
2: yeah. James Harden's got to put on a few extra pounds. He
0: got the beard though. The beard yeah. looks good. All well, all right. Beard all right. Let's let's finish this up, guys. Do we get Game Seven or not, Adam Chudwin?
1: I believe we do. I think Game Seven will happen on Sunday. Celtics get the role players back to where they were before. Derek White has 15 or 20 points. Pritchard has a couple big threes. And Grant Williams finally wakes up and uh and has a couple of big oh, shots. So, so yeah, so so I do believe that there will be a game seven. TJ. I'm
2: gonna say say something wild just out there. And if it comes to fruition, then I'll look smart. And if not, no one's gonna remember anyway. Two words for you. Peyton Pritchard, four three pointers next game. He's gonna be the star. I'm just calling it
1: right now. Chris, if 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 there's a game seven, do you go? Sunday, well, it's Sunday, Sunday, it's Father's
0: Day, I I would say,
2: yeah, but Cage, let me explain something to you, Cage chance. doesn't know what day of the week it is, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't know it's Father's Day, so here's what we do, we call up John Sally, get the <laughs> PJ going, go to the game, that's a Father's Day treat.
0: Sarah did ask me, hey, do you want to do anything special for Father's Day, and I was like, eh, I don't think so. So do I just say, yeah, you can get me tickets to Game 7? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no big deal.
2: Yeah, Me just and John, me, John Sally
0: are hitting up to San Francisco. Me, Frame. John Sally, T- oh, man. <laughs> Should I just look? It's not even worth it, is it? It's always worth it. It's always worth it. Always right? worth Day it. trip up to San Francisco for always Game 7. Especially right. because it's a Sunday. Oh, my gosh. All right, people. Uh, uh, next time, next week. What do, which, do you think? What am I supposed to say? No, yeah. just give your honest opinion. I.
2: There's only one right answer right
0: here. Yeah, I mean, I think I, 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 don't, I don't think they're gonna win. I, I think the Warriors are gonna oh, win the wow, title. Wow, that was not mm-hmm. the answer I thought. Yeah. All
2: right,
0: I'm just snake bit from the last two games. They just, I'm just so befuddled about how dumb they've been playing. So you know, maybe, maybe they get it together. Maybe the crowd kind of wills them to. You know, maybe, maybe Tatum has a forty point game. You know, something like that, uh, reminiscent of that epic Paul Pierce, LeBron James game seven battle from back in the day. And, uh, you know, maybe Jalen Brown does it, uh, something crazy happens, and Pritchard has four threes, and Derek White has three, and, uh, you, know, they, they, you know, they can win and force a game seven. But I'm just kind of in the dump still, so I, I need to be convinced. I need to see it. You know, Kind of like we've been talking about the Broncos. I need to see it. But I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Got to get the pride. Got to get the pride. Okay, so when we see you next week, we will know who the NBA champion is. And we will start to turn the page on the season. We'll look back at some of our favorite moments, and we'll talk about the NBA draft coming up.
2: And we could also uh, talk about hustle and explain how the Sixers. Oh, yes. oh talk about hustle. H- have, have ruined yes. another. Okay. So here's the deal, track.
0: people. Watch Hustle on Netflix with Adam Sandler between now and next week, so you guys can follow along where they're talking about. Because I don't know about you guys, but I love that movie. It was awesome. I had such a great time. It's such it worth fun, It's man. worth yeah, a two-hour like watch just for the cameos. And the NBA and the basketball action. If you love hoop, you're gonna love hustle. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week as well. NBA draft, some hustle. We'll turn the we'll get uh, ready to turn the page on this season, uh, which has been awesome. This has been a, such a great NBA season, no doubt. And it's coming down to the final two games. Fingers crossed. All right, we'll see you next week, Adam, TJ. Peace out.
2: Later. Peace.